Welcome to another episode of Slide Between the Pages with your hosts, Beck and Amanda. This podcast is dedicated to our love of sexy, spicy, dark and gritty romance novels. Please be warned that our episodes are explicit and do contain spoilers. If you have any triggers, please check each book we recommend before you read them. Otherwise, hang on tight and enjoy the ride. Friends, welcome to another episode of Slide Between the Pages. We are up to season five, episode five. Can you believe it? No, you can't because it's season six. So I got you there. <laughs> you give anyone any time to answer. <laughs> no time to answer because I was wrong. Okay, season six. Anyway, this week we are joined by everyone's favorite bestie, Rachel Baldwin, or as you might know her, Fit Teacher Rachel. Welcome. Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> so are we. Um, now you are a, a mum of three little ones. You're a wife, influencer, obviously a book talk superstar, avid romance reader, and owner of some of the most fancy brewmates you will ever see. <laughs> is that an intro? That is, <laughs> is that an intro? Those what? are like high praise words. Like I accept. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I want to be known for. Having awesome roommate prints for sure. It's 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 true though, right? Because every time I see them, I'm like, "That's a good, that's a beautiful." I know. Number. No, I'm I'm not being, being sarcastic at all. Like I, that is, I accept. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I it really, is, it is. I like the leopard one. I think that's my favorite. Yeah, uh, that's such a pretty one. The white yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> this is not sponsored by Brewmate. <laughs> this is not a sponsored app. No. We just love no. pretty things. Yes. <laughs> we do. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. So let's start with the biggest question, I think, which is what got you into reading romance? Now, I think people that follow you have probably seen, you know, you answer this question a couple of times, but. Let's, let's get into it. Okay. So I've always been a reader. Like as a kid, I was obsessed with reading. Like I was always the one with a book in their backpack, like would hustle to get my like work done because then you were expected to like independently read. I was like, this is a reward. So <laughs> I've always been a reader and I feel like I was into like gateway romance as like a teen, preteen. Like I read Sarah Dessen, which I don't think I had really had any business reading those at the age I did. Like they're, <laughs> they're intense and they're like <laughs> romance gateway for anybody that's read those. And anyways, and then, um, I read Fifty Shades when that came out and I like have vivid memories of like reading things like I can remember where I was. Mm -hmm. I was dating my now husband and then I like got away from reading um, for fun um, and then like just randomly got back into it. But um, you have always had like just a love for books, especially romance. I think because it's just easy to consume and enjoy I did when mm -hmm. I got back into reading I tried getting into just straight up thrillers like there were no it wasn't a romance thriller and I was just like too stressed I think like I've had <laughs> stress and unknowns in my regular life like I didn't need that in my book too yeah I totally get that uh because you know it is easy to kind of switch off when you're reading romance not like you're not paying attention to it but to switch off from outside influences Yes, exactly. Like it's, I don't want to say mindless, 
because I'm very much engrossed in it, but it's yes. no stress. Like it's just a, I don't know. Like if you know, you know. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. I think it was similar as well to, well, definitely our story and probably a lot of people's stories in that it happened like the passion for reading romance came around the same time as we had children, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you're having that that isolated feeling, that overwhelmed feeling, that, you know, out of control feeling, and all of a sudden it was just something for you. Yes, and it's like you said, it's something you can control. Like I can, I can control getting in bed and picking up my Kindle every night. And maybe it's because too, like right after you have a kid, there is, I mean, there's no romance at home. I mean, <laughs> if people are telling you there is, they're lying. Why? Like I mean, you're just in, you're in chaos, and yeah, um, you're probably just like going through the motions to some degree. And yeah, like having that constant like world you can escape to was like just so priceless absolutely and because also in romance books for the most part you've got the happy ever after right so like you know you're building up and everything might be going to shit but then something comes out of it and at least you know know, you can hold on to it will it will be okay whereas sometimes in your real life you don't know it's gonna be okay. it will be okay you don't know how we're gonna get there and it's quite yeah. stressful sometimes but it's, yeah you will get there yeah. in the end unless absolutely unless you like me I've read a couple that don't have a happy ever after and I'm also like oh that's a lot that's a that is a lot for me to come down from. yeah I was I would not be prepared I would need many many I, that's what I need a trigger warning for is this is not <laughs> yeah. ever after. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't find ones that are like a little bit like subjective. So there's like, you know, there's an element of a happy ever after. It's not yeah. conventional, but I think I've only read like one or two where there's no happy ever after. And you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I need a breath here. <laughs> and then Absolutely. you just don't know what to pick up next. I'm like, I really don't know what I want to read now. Like, and I'm yeah, like nothing reader. ever again. Yeah, I get so yeah. dramatic when I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I don't like, know. Just give you... me some small town romance with it. Yeah, yes. friends right. to love. Yes, friends to love. Comfort like... read. A comfort <laughs> read. Have you, uh, Rachel, read the Twisted Tale uh, series by R. Phillips at all? Mm-mm. No. It's three books. It's a Helen of Troy reimagining. And I just read the third book, Fractured, and honestly, like I had one of those moments and I I did a TikTok about it. But you know when you read in the book where they say, a sob burst free from me? Like I experienced that because (laughs) I. (laughs) It broke broke out of your body. It just burst out of me. I was reading this part and all of a sudden I just burst into tears at the same time as saying out loud. Thankfully, nobody was at home at the time, but at the same time as saying out loud, why is she doing this to them? I didn't even know what was happening. It was really affecting me. Yeah, that's when you know it's a good story, when something's, like, affecting you. And, like, I was just telling a friend this, like, when you're not reading and all you can think about is, like, the next time you are going to be able to read or the characters. That's, like, when you know it's so good. And then at the same time, you're, like, I don't necessarily want to keep reading because I don't want it to get closer to the end. That's when you know it's a good book. 
I know. I do love that. I do love that feeling when you're like, oh my gosh, if I'm going to be home in 30 minutes and then I could read then like, yes. so good. I know. Obviously I do a lot of my reading at night as well. And I feel like it takes me forever to get to that, that point yes. of my day before I can read. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I like to just get a few like pages in here and there. Like I'm at the school, I'm waiting for the school bell to ring. Okay. So I can get a few pages. in. My, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> That's why you, you read like one book a month. I know. I'm so bad. <laughs> if I did, no joke. I actually said this to Amanda the other day. I'm like, if I did a monthly end of monthly wrap up, <laughs> be like one book. And then Amanda would have like 20. (laughs) But it's true. Like I used to prefer to just read at night too. And now that we have three kids, I just feel like, yeah, it takes me so long to get to Mm. that point. So I've like had to start reading in little pockets of the day. So I like, I always read when I feed the baby her bottle. And if she's like not into it, I'm like, just a little bit more. Like I'm I'm, only got to read like two pages. But yeah, I like, I'm. With you, Amanda, like if I didn't have those little pockets now, like it would just take, it would take me forever to read. They're just little teasers throughout the day, you know, to keep yeah, you going. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, it would be remiss of me to not say this right now. Are you wearing a Keith Scott body shop jumper? Yeah, I am. Oh my God. We have that. Too. We have one of those. Do you? I wear this all the time. I have two. It's very embarrassing. Okay. All right. Well, we've got to digress a little bit. Are you team Lucas or team Nathan? Team Nathan is the only correct answer. (laughs) Look, I'm sorry, but Lucas was was my forecast for a while Is that what you were going to say? Is toxic. (laughs) No, he's a terrible friend. No. No, he was. Like, he was my whole bus, like obsessed. I have never stand like a couple more than Naily like in my life. Oh, iconic. We can't get over the Naily bathroom scene at the oh, wedding. The like scene. that was really hot. Oh, so, so yeah. good. I think mm. I think that episode might have been like I watched. What, I had no business watching One Tree Hill at the age I was watching it either. And I was raised in a very like conservative, like Catholic family, and this is like I'm totally aging myself, but um, like this is in the time of like VHS, and I knew I wasn't. My parents never would have let me watch this, so I would like secretly record it on VHS and then like watch it before like my parents came home from work after school. And my mom like caught me once like watching it. Like I changed the channel. Like it wasn't so obvious. I changed the channel, and she was like, "No, I'm gonna watch the episode." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is like one of the like raunchiest episodes there is. Like it's not all always like that." And yeah. she was like. It's- it, you can watch it. I was like, really? Oh, and I have sing, but... <laughs> Thank goodness, because it's like... I was like, do is... not take Nathan away from me. The ultimate no. scene of the entire series is that yeah. bathroom scene. Like, I'm... And I'm still haunted by the nanny in the maze scene. I'm haunted by that. <sighs> I know. Forever. I'm so and disturbed I by it, like, that. 20 years ago. And I really struggle with her as a character and anything else. I know, Amanda does. Anything that Nanny carries in, like anything, she's like, I can't watch this. And do you know what traumatized me the most? And she's she's beautiful. And that, yeah. I know. It's because for me it was the cockroach scene. I don't remember when that she one. got the giant cockroaches on the plate and she was feeding them to Dan. Like she gave him a plate of cockroaches yes. and I never got past it. Yes, I, I never got yeah, past it. Yeah, I remember it. that. 
She was psycho. Amanda has a phobia of cockroaches, so now I, do, I can now see. I'm like, like well, no, she's I me. I'm sorry, Nanny Carey. You're done. No. And uh, I must say, like, we came to the US and we specifically went to Wilmington, North Carolina, so we could drive around oh and see God. all the houses where they filmed. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Did you see the basketball? Oh, I heard the basketball court's not there anymore. Um, yeah, when we went there, it wasn't there. No, it wasn't there, but there off. was a sign. There was like a little plaque there wasn't there mm. that said this is where it was. So, yeah, we did oh. go there. but And we went to the bridge. That must oh, have been cool. like the dodgiest part of town. And our husbands are like, dodgy. you're not getting out of the car. We're like, no, we have to walk across the bridge. We have, we to, have to walk to across and wear our hoodies <laughs> and dribble a basketball. And you guys yes, sing exactly. and have a gras for us. And they're Thank like, exactly. So they're like, uh, we've got our passports and everything in this car. We're not getting out. And we're like, well, we are. So Amanda and I get out of the car. And then our husband's like, oh, my God. Like, That's oh, so yeah. funny. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. They don't understand. Like, far out. Yeah, they, they just will. don't get it. I remember I started like watching it right after I had my third and my husband was like, you're watching this show. Uh, uh." And then four (laughs) seconds later, he's like glued to the TV and like, he's asking me all these questions. I was like, yeah. Oh, dumb show. You're so into it. Yeah, my husband does the same, like secretly he's watching, but he's like pretending he's doing something else. Yeah. And then, yeah, for anything. And I remember it was like the supernatural finale and I was like, oh, I'm watching the supernatural finale. And he was at work. He's like, you're watching it without me? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, <laughs> you're into it now. <laughs> so funny. That was a great sidebar. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. I yeah, was like, oh was- my god, I am almost positive that that is what I think it is. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so what was the first ever romance book you remember reading? I remember reading Fifty Shades when that came out. And then I read like some OGs, like Crossfire series. Um, I went on a, what's her name? Crystal Caswell. That's like, I mean, she just has like, they're just, I'm sure they're like not great if I like go back now. But um, <laughs> so those for sure. And, but like I said, like, even before that, like, romance adjacent, I was reading, like, YA romance with, like, Sarah Dessen and Gossip Girl. Those are, like, pretty romancy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so what would you, what would you recommend to new romance readers? Like, a series or book, like, your go-to series? To start with? Or just, like... I think everybody should read this. Go with both. both. What would you recommend okay. to start with? And what would your, what would your, like, I people must read go for? Okay. I would say to start with, I think a great place to start is either T.L. Swan's The Stopover mm-hmm. or oh Marty God, Man, yes. The Billionaire. I think they're just like, I and I pick those, people always want to know, like, why I pick those. Because they're quick to spice and they're like a pretty low stress yeah but you still get like and there's but there's humor and they're enjoyable and swoony and like great spice but they're not like pinky so you're not like too far in the deep end yet (laughs) um like you know it's just like a good place to get in in the pool I think and they're like a good length yeah they are a good length agreed agreed Mm -hmm. yeah 
And then I think a series, I'm like looking at my bookshelves here, that I think everybody should read. Oh, there's so many. Um, there is so many, isn't it? It's hard to say. It is. I feel called to say the Madison Kate series because it's just so good. And it was my first reverse harem series. And I just like fell in love with that series. Yes. And there's more plot more guys more spice and <laughs> a longer series that just like we were talking about earlier like I just thought about it all the time when I wasn't reading and I read that series incomplete I don't recommend doing that but it's complete now so <laughs> yeah I think, we're obsessed with anything I think take I read Madison Kate incomplete too I'm just wondering if that mm-hmm. one was the first um RHO was it Hannaford Prep Mine? I can't remember. Oh, I think maybe it was another great, great reverse harem. Yeah, but then you know what? I absolutely like. I I, I will literally just one click J, anything J Bray. I just love her. Um, Same but, with Tate. I'll do that. And I loved Hannaford mm-hmm. Prep. <laughs> I don't know why, but I when I was reading it, I was like, why didn't not any of this stuff happen to me at high school? Like it's all terrible <laughs> things. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but why didn't but I have still, a, though. I know, and Ash, like, he was, ugh, yeah. Oh, Ash. And I really a... struggled that they were in high school, so in my mind they weren't. Yeah, but, um... for sure. And I think that's true for, like, pretty much any high school setting romance. Like, you can just pretend they're in college because mm, yeah, there was no way anybody in my high school was acting like that or experienced like we didn't or... even have people like that like our yeah. people were like not like that no, men right. they were not men <laughs> no they were boys for <laughs> sure <laughs> even um even madison came when i first i'm I'm thinking it must have that must have been the first one i read because i remember um i go into everything blind as well like i never read anything yeah. um but I remember when I went into that, I was very confused as to like what was happening. Yeah, it was that one, Amanda, because you read it first. And I was like, wait a second. Why? Who are all like, I thought it was going to end yes. up with someone. And then she ended up. <laughs> That's like, exactly Whoa. what happened to me. I didn't even know reverse harem was a thing, like a relationship dynamic. I didn't know that was an option when reading. And yeah. I thought she was, I thought Cody was going to be her love interest. Yes. And this is a mini, mini spoiler, but she hooks up with Steel first. And yeah. I was like, wait, 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 what's happening? And so, I, yeah, I went to go look at the, like the blurb. I never read blurbs on Amazon. And at the bottom, it said, this is a reverse harem. And I was like, Googling what is a reverse harem. And I was like, she <laughs> I was like, oh, I um, am I attracted to this? Yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely. Like this is for me, and it's funny because I totally I refused it. for a long time to read them, and Amanda was like, "You need to read it," but she never really told me what it was. I'm like, "No," because in my mind they were all wearing harem pants, and I was like, "Yeah, she had this weird thing about harem pants." I'm like, "It's got nothing to do with harem pants." I'm like, "Are they in Arabia?" She's like, "No." Like, is it like Aladdin? And she's like, "No." It's- not like a ladder. So I was like, funny. well, I'm not reading. It. And then yeah, I finally did. And then I was like, oh no, now I'm just going down the rabbit. Yeah, you're going down the rabbit hole. Hundred percent. It's the best. I love it. I know. And no now, one this does is a reader question. Like 
Oh no, no. Always a good one. I can't wait for Shattered Dreams to come out in a couple of days. Is it the seventh? I think. So good. I've read it. I bet. (laughs) I bet it will be. Oh my god. I just love. I just love the whole dynamic between all of them. Um. Yes, this is a uh, question we put in our Instagram that came through. Somebody wanted to know, how did you get into being an influencer and content creator? I think um, I never like sought out to necessarily do that, but I like started using social media and, oh my God, I'm going to get like real vulnerable here, but I was like in an MLM for a little while and I'm no longer. And I was like, like, okay, but sharing like my life and like tutorials and like things about my kids or products I'm loving or whatever is like so fun for me. And so I like transitioned into doing that. And so then when I picked up reading again, it was very natural for me to like, I I literally remember like having a morning coffee chat just on my stories and saying like, oh, I like was up late I picked up a book again for the first time in so long. And then people were like, you know, what are you, what are you reading? Whatever. So um, I've been like sharing in some capacity on social media for years. And then, (coughs) excuse me, as like the world of influencing is like pretty fresh still. It's only been like a thing for, I mean, how many, how long have I been doing this? Like say like, it's definitely been less than five years and for me. And so then it kind of became a thing, you know, that brands were using content creators for marketing and whatever. And I was like, okay, like there's things I'm sharing for free. If I like, that would be really great to like be paid um, for, I'm literally making content for them. So anything I do book related, none of it is paid. I don't, I don't take, I don't work with any authors or everything, anything that will always stay. And I don't, shame or shade anybody that is doing that that's just something for me because I need it to stay like my thing you know from work yes and yeah so that's kind of how I just like fell into it and for whatever reason like my followers like my besties here like enjoy my content it's very odd to me. I was not popular or did not have a lot of friends in high school or anything. <laughs> so it's always just so surreal to me that I have like friends all so over the world. So many besties now. Yep. Yes. So many. so many. Like there's gotta be people who find me like from high school and they're like, what the fresh hell is like Rachel? <laughs> what? This girl? It's like nerd. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I just kind of like kind of fell into it and now I it's very much a business. And I like, yeah, do it full time. Because I think that's what some people don't understand is that it is actually a business. Like there is a lot involved in creating content and a lot of time involved. Like even just doing like a simple video, like making sure, you know, that it's all lined up and that you don't have kind of any blank space and that you've got all the writing on the screen and, you know, transitions and whatnot. Like it takes a lot of time and energy to do that like it's it is work it's not like oh I've just gone on to Facebook or Instagram and just did this like it doesn't just happen Um, right and I think that is definitely I think people understand that maybe a little bit more now but it's definitely a misconception like I probably I was a teacher before and worked a lot of hours and um 
I'd say like, I probably work the same, just it, you know, like I work a lot at night when my kids go to sleep or whatever during nap time or whatever. But yeah, all of those things are very time consuming and kind of like authors, then like my content is create or taken in in like a fraction of the time that it took me to create it, create mm. it, you know? So yeah, all those things are very time consuming and something else like people might not think about unless they're in the creator space is having creative energy is also very time consuming and energy. Yes. Oh, because you're be not always, yeah. You're not always mm. in a creative mood and you can't, don't always have ideas. And sometimes like for me, this is my job and with brands, like they don't really give a shit if I'm feeling creative or not. Like I have deadlines and, um, contracts and whatnot but I also don't want my page to just be sponsored content whether I'd be talking about it or not mm -hmm. um so balancing that again is more time and energy granted I love 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 my job but it is very time intensive for sure I um I was reading an article as well not long ago where they were they had stats um on you know, companies and where they like so much of their marketing now is just all social media and through influencing. Like that is, that's just the way of the world now. Like if they want to get something out, like you don't um, like even like Facebook ads and everything, but they're all, they're really relying on people to do their unboxing or to show how something works. And and yes. like, that's how I shop essentially. Exactly. Like, 100%. I mean, I'm like, oh, perfect. I like that too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I love like the holiday season. I love seeing other people's gift guides and like, I do that stuff too. But yeah, like, I mean, I know some people don't love that. Like, and it, you know, you have to like, kind of know the creator, like, are they trustworthy and have that trust or whatever? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's the way of 2020, whatever whatever people say the way of the time, whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So it's cool. Yep. Like I was just talking to like a friend about this, like um, if social media were to go away tomorrow and whatever, like I have the skill set and, uh, or I work ethic credentials, whatever. Like I can go get another job. Like I'm not, you know, being a content creator because I have no skills and actually like now I'm like working on, I don't have like a degree in marketing or anything, but I do a lot of marketing now. And mm. so it's just the way of, and I'm like, seize the, seize the day and all of that. Like, yeah. it's fun to be able to do this Absolutely. now when my kids are little and while it's yeah. time intensive, it is very fun and very low stress compared to Absolutely. And flexible yeah. as well to work around a yes. family. Yes. Well, good. I mean, it's a good segue because I'd never heard of Brewmate until I seen your um your <laughs> uh, post. But what would be your favorite tumbler of this? Of Brewmate? I think they're shaker. Mm. And like their new multi-shaker. And what's funny about that is when they came out with that, I was like, this is so stupid and overpriced. Like it's a shaker. How good can a shaker be? And they sent me one and I used it. And I was like, I was basically in comparison. I feel like I was drinking my powders like dry. I mean, <laughs> everything was, 
I threw my other ones away. Like I'll never go back to that little agitator thing. And there's like a little mixer in there. Um, is crazy, but you can use it for other stuff too. So I like, I like that shaker a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about it right now. It's amazing. And my mom did that. the same thing. I was like, mom, she was like making something at my house, like a hydration and something. And I was like, mom, use one of my new shakers. She's like, what I got out is fine. And I was like, I'm just telling you, like, just try it. And she did. And she was like, I want three of those for my house. <laughs> She's like, order me. I'm not joking. Three right now. Okay. I can do that. She's going to be shaking all over the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. All right. Should we get into some fun questions? Well, you got, you've got one more question we need to ask, oh. which was, which was a question that somebody else asked. So I feel we yeah. need to okay. do that. Okay. It's a sneaky question, but they're after any it clues is sneaky. in the next book box. <laughs> They oh, they wanted clues. Yeah. Clues? Ooh, for my next for my next box. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I love like spilling my own secrets. I always like to say this, like, <laughs> I'm a great secret keeper for other people. But yeah. for my yeah. own secrets. I like to spill my own secrets. I, I do that um, when I buy people presents for it. too. I'm like, do you want to know what I bought you? This is what I bought yeah, you. Yeah, right. Exactly. They're like, no. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Yeah. So, and fun fact for anybody that's listening to this, if I ever do a live, like on my Instagram stories and I say, I'm going to drink wine and do it, you can pretty much like ask me anything and I'll just like, be honest. I'm trying to think of like a good clue. Forget it. I'll just like, tell, I'll just be honest. Um, okay. Well, they're all so I'm doing, I have to come up with like a cute name for this box um, because there are some really great ideas, but basically there, there are three authors, a total of five books, and they are all, they're all authors I love, but they're all works from some of their older things. Like they're not their most current release. Example, um, I have a Devney Perry in there. And her most, I would say her most popular series is her Eden's series. Mm -hmm. It's like what she's working on right now, blah, blah, blah. It's not in the Eden series. Um, so that's kind of like a clue. I have not, I have not announced what I haven't, I guess I haven't announced what either one of these are. Um, and then. Oh my God, these are exclusives. I'm so excited. I know. I mean, I love an exclusive. So she's I really do. (laughs) And then, um, my next queen i'm featuring is queen qb tyler and i love her to pieces and we're doing a duet of hers and she only has one so you guys can listeners can figure that out (laughs) so there is the answer and it um and it it is uh an omnibus it is i actually have that one so i'll show you guys i know listeners oh my god yes we're gonna see that no one else i know There's the cover. Ooh. Oh, pretty. Oh, that is cool. Isn't that pretty? Yeah, Aren't you cool. all jealous that we're seeing it and you're not? We're seeing it. That is it's... thick too. Mm-hmm. That is a thick duet. Yeah. I know. Love it. And then, so I'm really excited about that one um, with QB and she is going to come to my house. She does not live by me, but she's going to travel to my house and sign all, hand sign all of them. The other ones will be book plates, but. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I know. 
I love her. Um, and then my last one um, is going to be with JT Geisinger. Ugh. And it is a duet love as it. well. And it will be an omnibus as well. So th three covers, but it's five books. And that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I love that all cover things, is so. also so good. I don't have, I don't that's have a great, box. That's a great box. That yeah. is a great box. I think box. it's going to be, and there will be like single book options, like for anybody who, because they're so like such a umbrella yeah. of, authors um like for people that read devney but maybe don't read you know dark mafia they can get devney <laughs> so that will be fun yes. i feel like i'm a little bit crazy for taking on like single book options but my brother's girlfriend will will help me pack them thank god for her <laughs> but i'm excited that's this box is gonna be it's gonna be so good I feel like we've delivered here, guys, because, I mean, you asked the question, we got the answer. All right, yeah. you're welcome. I think you, you heard got it more. here first. <laughs> <laughs> you got way more, way more than clues. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, you just got info. I know. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, people are going to have to listen in. They're going to they're gonna be so you, excited. You can use this in your teaser. Like, who wants yeah. to use? <laughs> 100%. People yeah. will be, like, frothing for it. I, I know that. <laughs> I'll give like one more fun fact because no one will know this like when I reveal the covers. So the font on uh, QB Tyler's book on her cover, the font, this cover was done first. And then um, JT Geisinger's cover is done by a different designer, Ashley. And when she gave it to me, I was like, I the only thing I need you to change is the font. It's the same as... <laughs> <laughs> the font for QB Tyler and she was like no way she didn't believe me she was like are you sure and I sent her the picture and she was like it is the same um Emily Wittig did the uh QB Tyler's and she was like Ashley was like Emily and I do not like the same fonts so we've never used <laughs> like she was like it I didn't believe you and so she was like go ahead and call about this she will she will not believe it either and i just um, love how they're like no we would never do the same fonts they are not right, i not know they're like well i'm looking at it <laughs> and it would have been so obvious because they're both duets and they both have a capital b look more clues um so it would have been so obvious that the like fonts were the same so i was like i really need you to change it <laughs> so she did but um I was like, I love the way it looks. And if it they weren't going to be together, I would not care. But they are together. And it looks fun. It like, it looks fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Fun, That's awesome. Fun fact. Well, all the fun, fun facts, facts and all which the we clues. love. There you yeah, go. good. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. Fun questions. You can ask the first one because yep, you I will. to write it. Buck, Mary kill, Archer, Cody, steal. Oh, that's easy. I would kill Steel. Sorry, Steel Girls. What? Oh no. I, Someone's I, gotta go. It's Steel. And like the, the piercing doesn't do anything for me. I don't like that doesn't do anything for me. And <laughs> he's so like nice. Eh, boring. Just straight um, up until he's got a sniper nice. rifle in his hands. <laughs> he's boring. I would marry Archer for sure. 
and because he's just maybe like a little too kinky for me you know in the bedroom so I would fuck Cody with with Archer preferably but you know I mean yeah. he's uh, you're probably obviously gonna be fucking him as well because you're married to him yeah. so <laughs> right so it's a win-win really it's a win-win Oh, yeah, that was way too easy. I, I, like, I know. I thought I've I thought about that many times. Yeah, <laughs> I actually loved when you're doing the brackets and like so many steel people like coming for you as well. I'm like, I know. Wow, you people need to calm down. <laughs> so funny, and so I, that's always been a joke between Tate and I. Like, I would I would just randomly like one when I read the series I didn't think anybody liked Archer because he is a dick but I loved him from the beginning and people like it would be like literally no one and then people in the comments I love Steel like no one was asking no one was asking and Steel (laughs) girls just love to let it be known that they love Steel and it's true I'm not shitting on anybody it's actually it is it is actually true I've never actually seen it in any other no it's like if, if there's a madison k edit or something steel girls yes. i love steel. steel forever me plus steel equals me whatever like it's <laughs> crazy and so it started like it was crazy so i finally did a poll once just on my stories i was like who is everybody's favorite i was like i already know what the answer is going to be based on like just comments i would see like on tiktoks and videos and whatever and my dms like people would just like I'd be like, oh my God, I just love the Madison Kate series. People were like, I love Steel. It's like, okay, got it. And I like thought something was wrong with me because I love Archer the most. And so I did the poll and Archer won. And I was like, how is this possible? I was like, I think, and it's true, the Archer girls are just quieter about it. Like maybe we're a little bit embarrassed, but, um, <laughs> and it is, it is so true. I pointed it out to Tate and then she started like, seeing it like in her reader groups and stuff and she did a poll and it was like the same thing it was very funny and it's just true they steel girls cannot help themselves steel girls are passionate very passionate but uh, yeah i i i actually like him as a side character in the um like you know the series that follow like Mm -hmm. hades yeah more than what i actually liked him in madison kate i know it's weird but and but um yeah i I like his little find it hilarious a cameo in Fallon Fallon check yeah yeah like all yes. those I just yes. like. yeah yeah um <laughs> and so do you typically go for like the alcohol type yeah 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 the grumpy dick yep for yeah. sure <laughs> if if he has a reason that he is a dick like really he's broken really I go for yeah, like yeah, the yeah. broken it's gonna be really broken the alpha mm. yeah because yep they're a grumpy dick, but they're broken inside. And that I can usually yeah, just and they tell. just need it. They just need some love. That's all it is. And they love the hardest. Yeah. They, they do. do. Uh-huh. They mm-hmm. do. They really do. I think I think that's why like I don't go for the all right, let's do this one then. Let's do fuck, marry, kill, Cass, Lucas, and Zed. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't do that no, one. No, we're doing it. <laughs> Oh, that one's harder. She was like, she's a masochist, so she was like, mm, yeah, there wasn't enough pain in the other one. She had it too figured yeah, out. Yeah, I was too ready. <laughs> that one's harder because I really do love Zed and Cass very, very much. Um, well, I guess I, and I don't dislike Lucas the way 
I wouldn't say I dislike Steel, but I like Lucas more than I like Steel because he was funny. But Lucas would have to go. Oh, thank and, God. Yeah, he would have to go. Yeah. Who would I marry? Um, I don't know. I think I would... <laughs> I think I would marry Zed and fuck Cass because Zed likes to watch. So I feel like that is like a I good... Know. He does scenario like for everybody yeah i would go the same way yeah i think so yeah. i feel good about that answer mm-hmm. <laughs> zed all day like, yeah he's great but daddy he's... cast too i love this one for me because i loved him and madison kate like once i figured out what a reverse harem was i wanted him to join her harem <laughs> yes. so that yeah. his own girl i was like okay i like this and i've just always had a soft spot for him yeah and also in Madison Kato, like, trying to screw all the red pe- red-haired people. And I know, he's like, what yeah. are you doing? And he's like, this is a thing that I've got to do because yeah. I can't have the person that I want. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. So, bait, well, I mean, it might be an easy question, but do you have a favourite book boyfriend of all time? Or does it kind of switch? Um, I definitely have, like... A, a top five I guess I would say like Archer for sure is up there um Kova from the Off Balance series for sure is a top for me um probably like my top two like if I can't think of them on demand here right this is embarrassing um, I know. those ones came to you straight away so yeah they're there Oh, and I would say uh Adrian from Rena Kent's Deception Trilogy love him so they're my top three i'll say they're my top three love it and what about a favorite leading lady oh my favorite one of my favorite girls is avery from hand well she's that's not her series from hannaford prep but i love yeah. avery i fell in love with her mm-hmm. in hannaford prep she's the best mm-hmm. side character ever and i'm so glad that she got her own series yeah and lips and avery them. like their relationship like love it my favorite bestie so goals yeah so good and she never this is like really a testament to Jay Bree's writing but I'm always so wary of the best friend and maybe that's something I should unpack with like a therapist but um (laughs) like in Madison Kate I was just waiting for Brie to like fuck her over and like the whole time I was like she's sketchy like she's (laughs) and in Hannaford Prep I never got that vibe from Avery and I enjoy that in that series that you just know she's a ride or die once she comes around 100% it's like I love that. I love the fact that she's like, yeah, I'm here for my family. I'm going to do whatever it takes to protect them. And then there's that one pivotal moment. And then she's just yep. like, right. Yeah. Well, you're in the family now. So yep. that is included and you're a cupboard and we will never yeah. go back. Um, <laughs> we, we had Jay Ray on the podcast a little while ago and that was one of the things we asked her. And she was like, I like having that best friend there is important in her in her storylines and I just I don't know I love it like you have to have someone there supporting in your corner regardless yes of and I think sometimes in other books the best friend dynamic can be like maybe overshadowing of Mm. the 
romance you're like okay I get it you like have a best friend whatever but not with that story like yeah. it's very much heightens the romance aspect and their relationship and it was yeah she's amazing yeah absolutely thoughts on reading the last page of the book first jail immediately jail immediately <laughs> No, no, I can't that? do spoilers. I can't no. do spoilers. <laughs> I, know, no. I I see this thing, and it's like so many people do it, and I'm like, why are you doing? Why? why? <laughs> you already know, and if we're assuming it's a romance book, you already know it ends in a happily ever after. If yeah. it's if it doesn't, it's not a romance book. So it's yeah. like a definition of romance. I feel passionately about this, <laughs> and so what is the point of reading the end? I don't no, and I'm I know. like confused. Like they're like, yeah, no, I've got it. I, it's just one of the, it's just a thing that I do. It's like my toxic reading trait. I'm like, it is toxic. Why Absolutely are you doing it? I wouldn't even yeah. if I did that. I wouldn't even begin the book. <laughs> no, and some people have told me they will do that if they're going to DNF the book, and I can get on board with that. Yeah, I accept under those terms. But if I'm going to DNF, I literally don't even care how the and how it ends. But yeah, I'm the no, same. We're not reading the last page first. Absolutely not. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if I was going to DNF it, it's not going. And I read the last page. It's not going to make me go back and finish no. the rest of it. I'll be like, okay, no. yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Favorite trope. Ooh, um, I mean, there's many that call to me, but I'm just, I'm just gonna say, enemies to lovers is like. <sighs> A guaranteed yes from me. Um, and I think going back to Hennefed Prep is probably the one of the best ones where how that book starts and you're just yes. like, holy shit, how yes. is this going to go for, mm-hmm. for the entire series? Um, yeah. I don't know. That one always, that one's a good enemies to lovers, I think. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, I need the pain. Yeah, I do too. I need, like, I don't know. There's just something about that, like, hate and love, like, fine line that Mm -hmm. just gets me all the way together. I can't really get, I'm not super on board with friends to lovers because I'm like, you're just waking up one day and you're like, oh, I just love love them. I I don't don't get it. (laughs) But if I can do friends to lovers, if they've been like secretly pining for each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. that would yeah. be like my caveat but it's just not gonna hit the same way as an enemies to lovers for no me. like no. the hate sex like you don't oh, get the hate so sex hard. and that is like so good yes that is on yeah. point <laughs> would you rather eat cake or ice cream oh like neither really i don't really like either one I know. I would rather so have you go to cup- for sweets. Um, I like sour, like candy. Maybe oh my like god, I'm a lolly person too. too. <laughs> so I like, or a, I would eat a cupcake, but I don't really like cake. I know they're like the same thing, but I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> or a cookie, but I just don't. I don't know. I've just never been like a big ice cream eater or cake. No. Hmm. 
I'm not a huge cake fan, only very specific types of cakes. No, it's not even specific, Rachel. It's one cake from one shop, and if she can't get that, then we don't have cake. (laughs) Hey, I eat cheesecake as well. That doesn't count at all. That is. That doesn't? doesn't? Oh, okay. Not a real cake. Yeah, well, every year for my birthday, apart from like the last two years, I've had profiteroles as my birthday cake from a specific shop also. Um, So, yeah, that was my go-to. And then the last couple of years when you didn't have them, I was devastated because I know every year I'm getting them. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> why, why are there no profiteroles? Where are they? They're missing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This is the worst I birthday apologize. ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite scene that lives rent-free in your mind? Ooh. Hmm. There's many from Madison Cape, but I feel like I've just like really talked about that series a lot today. So I'm going to go with like an older <laughs> one because mm-hmm. it does. Um, in Mr. Masters by T.L. Swan, there's like, it's at near the beginning and it, they're not even like, they're not, it's, it's not together. She basically catches him like jerking off and um he when he like finishes like make, while they're making eye contact like in the mirror and then like he like rubs it all in his stomach and I was like I'm unwell what is this and I was like yeah it was like that am I meanwhile Amanda's like you had me at eye contact yeah. I don't even care the eye contact yeah. is like a massive thing or like when yes. they're getting like a blowjob from someone else and then yes the per- and, and they make the eye contact across they... the room done I'm like oh, straight away like that She's was such a hot seat for um yeah. That is a hot scene. I, that was in The Boy I Once Loved by C.R. Jane and Ivy Fox. There was a scene like that and I was like, yes, straight straight out. I'm mm. here for it. I, I also have I a really like big thing deten- for detention. What was that? Detention, just when they do that, it just yeah. from level. And actually there's one in um, Curses and Cures by B. Page when that happens but not only do they make eye contact but he like he talks to her the chick thinks oh. that she's talking but oh, he yeah. talks to oh, her and I'm like hot. yeah so hot. I love it and uh, I also have a really big thing for scenes where they put the guns down the back of their pants yes <laughs> I've been saying this and people always like I because oh, I don't no. know I can say gun on my instagram stories so i always like mouth it and people think i mean like their dick or something they're like how is that hot they're putting it in the waistband of their pants it's like what no (laughs) this is the universal hand sign for a gun right and yeah that is that gets me every time and or if they're like walking and they've got two and then they pull them out oh my god straight (laughs) (laughs) under this is just so just to clarify, need a minute, we're talking about the guns, not dicks in waistbands. So just, yes, just to clarify, clarify, clarify that. Someone um, told me once they were like, I asked my husband if that's a thing. I was like, I am so embarrassed that that <laughs> was interpreted that way. No, and man. people are out there thinking that I think that's attractive. Hold it up. <laughs> I don't. So many people are like, oh, okay. So yeah, attractive to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile, everyone's like, I haven't quite read a book like that before. <laughs> what are you reading? <laughs> Can you give us an example? <laughs> Where they're tying their dicks in their pants. Like, that's weird. <laughs> I, yes, um, 
it would be remiss of me not to say that like uh you know the 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 scene the dinner's ready with Zed and Cass where he comes um so mm. that's forever that yep. is my scene forever yep. I also actually I, I do have a couple just... of favorite scenes with Zed where so um, great. where they're on the phone and he pays Lucas back and he's like oh sorry um didn't realize you were still on there yeah yeah <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good one. I mean, Tate just uh, has really memorable scenes. And I, I've said that before, like, I've read a lot of spicy scenes. And to say that I can remember, like, more than 10 of her scenes is very Sorry. just indicative to her writing. Like, yeah. in mm-hmm. Matt's and Kate, the kitchen counter scene, like, on its own, outside of the story, like, it's just sex on the island. But, mm-hmm. um, or on the counter. But um, just the way... But it's the eye contact it's the eye yep. contact from true. the doorway. True, true. Mm. And her sauna yep. scene in that one, their first three. I mean, there's just like countless. All, all, all you needed in that scene was was um, Archer putting a gun in the back of his waistpants and then you just like, done. I feel done. like he did that. <laughs> he well, actually, that speaking of guns, then you've got the guild, the guild scene with the um, gun in the warehouse. Yes, also, also great scene. Yes. That is and then, another great and scene. What, amped that up was the uh the earpiece the earpiece 100 Liam was in the earpiece and he was like I hate you right now Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) love that I know yeah Yeah. I felt like I actually lived in that moment I love it like I was I was Danny in that moment (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I lived in that moment for sure Mm -hmm. if you were a chair what type of chair would you be and what celebrity would you like to sit in you? Oh. Oh, um I don't oh this I feel like I need like reasons to back up my answer here. I think I would be a like a like rocker glider like baby chair mm-hmm. just because they're comfy. Mm-hmm. They're still like cute and functional, um, multi-purpose, you know. And who would I want to sit in? Um, I would want Blake Lively to sit in me. I just think she's oh, so great. I love her. Yeah. Also, you know, she must be hilarious because yes. to keep up with Ryan Reynolds and his like constant level of being on, you yeah. know that she just must be so freaking witty like yes for sure she's witty or she's just like oh, what do you do yeah. you bro? <laughs> or she's just like look he is so good in bed that i will just put up with it it's <laughs> yeah it's fine yeah, yeah agreed either way she's a queen mm-hmm total queen really yes. she's so stunning too like i she is, she is so stunning yeah or how about how she just like subtly posts a picture of her in jeans with no baby bump at the at the Super Bowl and like they're like what you had the baby yeah. and like <laughs> that was her announcement she's like so no like, actual yeah yeah she's like unbothered like like she so low has, key she's like mm, yeah, yeah look at me now I got no baby bump she never has like negative press or anything because no about her she's so great yeah no she yeah I, there's nothing ever about her just how awesome she is yeah <laughs> okay this if you had to give up coffee or romance books for a year which one would you give up i don't like this question i know um, <laughs> i would give up coffee 
because I've done it before. Like when I was pregnant with Blake, my Blake, um, I had a coffee aversion. I just like couldn't drink it and it was awful. <laughs> like I would make it and I'm like, today's the day. And it would just taste like total crap. And I just couldn't <laughs> do it. I just feel like I would need, I would need ro- my romance books more for my sanity. To get you there. through that. Yeah. I feel like you could find a substitute for like coffee. Like if you had yeah. to. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, that is all we have, but we've had an absolute blast. Love all oh of God, those answers. So as much well. fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and obviously we will have all your links in the show description if anybody is not yet following you, although I'm sure that's not possible. But if you're not, you can go and jump on um and check out Rachel's profiles. Um, uh, but yeah, we hope to chat with you again. So thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast.